Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, If you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Well, uh, this episode is coming to you because it has been highly, highly requested from inside of the Academy, and... I will just say that inside of one of my favorite, favorite, favorite organizing programs, which is mindmeister.com, I have had this mapped out for a very long time. So we're going to tackle that stack of mess that you have, all of them papers that you have literally just collecting dust in all the places because you're afraid that you should not throw certain things away. And we're going to dive into all of the different components, all of the different areas of where paper can typically um, just collect and why it collects and the categories that I think are the most important for you to keep around um, and how to maintain them, how to purge them, all the fun things. So what do you say? Let's talk about how you can get your papers organized with ease, ladies. Here's the deal. I'm going to get straight down to it today. And this is pretty straightforward. Basically, get out your pen and paper, jot down these things, and then go into your home and just ransack all the papers. So I have this broken down into basically three segments, right? Like the big, big categories, okay? The first one is your mail, right? So that's one of the biggest, this is for home, right? We're not, we're not tackling business right now um, because let's just say you should be as electronic as possible. In my opinion, uh, my mom and I just had a very long conversation today about how the world is basically paperless and she's not sure how she feels about it. <laughs> so it's basically your mail. Okay, then there's schoolwork and kids art, like all the kid paperwork, right? Where they bring it to you and they're like, oh my gosh, look what I made for you. And it's like three lines on a piece of paper. And you're like, what is it? And they're like, oh, it is you when you went skiing. And then there's a tree and there's a mountain. And look at that's a unicorn. And you're like, awesome. (laughs) And you feel like you can't throw it away. So you have stacks upon stacks upon stacks of all the homework. And then like the third grade three paragraph essay comes home and like the fourth grade like major report, the first one that they've ever done. And like this, this becomes somehow exponentially compounded I'm not sure how it happens, but this, the kids school things, they multiply in very strange ways, especially if you take your child to a preschool, Frankie Joe's Montessori, Bailey Mays is not as bad. Frankie Joe's Montessori preschool, they 
would bring home stuff every week and I just couldn't keep up, but I got a system for it. And then the other one is like greeting cards, cards of some sort, Christmas cards, or just cards that your husband gets you, which I don't know if your husband gets you cards, but Blaine's like a a super duper card giver. Like he looks for the right one and then he just signs his name in it. Like he doesn't write much in it. He like finds the card that says what he wants to say And so I never want to get rid of the cards, right? And then obviously we have photos too. So pictures are kind of like this this fourth category, which I'm not going to dive into today because I do have a system specifically for photos that I want to keep out of this. Okay, so we're not going to put photos into today's episode. But here is the one thing that, well, actually, let me make this two things. Um, but, but most importantly is a filing box. So you do not need a massive filing cabinet. You don't need one of those at all. You just need a filing box. If you have filing cabinets, like maybe say your desk drawer has like a drawer (laughs) that you pull out and it has like the metal racks and you can hang files in there. That will totally work for sure. But for us, let me just get myself situated here. For us, we didn't have, um, we don't have that option. And so we, (laughs) my husband, when he moved in was like, I keep all the paper and I have been keeping it for seven or eight years and had like totes of all of the back taxes. And every year he goes in to the tote and he takes out the shoe box that has the what is going to become the eighth or the ninth year. I don't know how many years he keeps them and he gets rid of that one, shreds it or whatever. And then he puts the new year in. And I was like, what is that? (laughs) You can do taxes because I don't do that. We probably should. And then this filing system that you have where you literally keep every bill that's ever been sent to you in the mail for the bill that you pay electronically we're going to have to talk about that. (laughs) So that was, that was all kinds of fun figuring that out. Like I have vivid memories of us sitting down and me being like, why do you need 1200 file folders? Can you just get them all to fit inside this one filing box? Right. And so that is what I want you to have. I want you to have a filing box. We do have two filing boxes, one for him and one for me. It started out that way because we were much older in our lives and established when we got married. And so there were just some things that we wanted to keep on our own. But this system really is designed for you to have everything together as a family. But you could duplicate it as you need for each adult, right? Um, Or just combine them together. So I want to talk to you about what you do with your mail that goes, ends up going in this, this filing system, right? And so when I say filing system, I mean this little file box. If you don't know what a file box is, go to Target. Walmart has them too. Targets are super cute though. I don't know what Walmarts look like. And it's an actual like box. Some of them are plastic with a handle. Mine are like a, like a hard cardboard, I guess. And there's a lid on it. It's like a legit box and there's two handles on the side so you can pick it up and you can move it around. And when you open it, your file, there's like a, a metal rack on each side and then your file folders hang in there just as they would if they were hanging inside of, of a file cabinet. 
And that is where we keep all of our paperwork. And we go through this annually. Like that's when we go in and we purge to see if we need to get rid of anything. But for the most part, it doesn't really, it doesn't ever get over filled. It's not ever bursting at the seams because it's not a catch-all. There's a very strategic way to manage all of your files, all of your paperwork. And that's what I'm going to back into right now. So when you go and you get your mail, you should have a specific spot that your mail goes to. And I like to call this like the drop box. Okay. Now, if you don't have children in your life and nothing is ever distracting you, you don't have a dog, you live alone, you probably don't need a drop box. But if you're listening to this podcast, you probably need a drop box because by the time you make it to the mailbox, say you drive there in your car, then there's obviously going to be like 500 things that happen between the time you actually get the mail and when you go into your house to file it, right? But for me, like we have like a community mailbox because we live in townhouses. So we have to walk down the neighborhood. Some of you have it at the end of your driveway. That's cool. But when you're a mom, if you have a dog, if you have all the things in your life, by the time you walk down to the end of the, the driveway to get your mail and come back inside, 500 things have already asked for your attention. And the last thing that you're going to do is go stand right in front of the file cabinet, shred what you need to, throw away what you need to, depending on which camp you're in, throw away or shred, and then file it, right? That's likely not going to happen. Likely what you're going to do is you're going to come in, you're going to drop it down in a place. Well, I need you to have a very specific place and I want it to be in like your command center area in your home. Now, depending on how much paper mail you're getting regularly will determine how often you need to unload the Dropbox and put it in your filing bin, which I'm actually your filing system or box, which I'm actually going to tell you which folders I believe that you should have inside of that box um, in just a second. So some people, and I think it's a great idea to do it once a week. We honestly, our Dropbox is pretty big just because it was decorative and it was cute and I liked it. And so I'm using that. Um, and really I'll be frank and say that it's probably too big because we can keep way too much mail in there before we file things. So get one that kind of forces you to go through your mail either once a week, max once a month, right? And that's kind of like where we're at with it right now. About once a month, I go over to the Dropbox, I sort things, I throw away what I don't need, and then everything else gets filed. So I am not the person that files things, okay? So this Dropbox is literally like you have your arms full of mail and we immediately get rid of junk mail. That never goes into the Dropbox. Do not do that to yourself. The only things that go into the Dropbox are things that you believe you need to read, like need to read it because it's informative. Okay. Those are the things that go into this, like catch all this holding tank for your mail before you actually open it and read it. Now, If you happen to open something and read it and you don't want to file it right away, yes, you can put it in the Dropbox as well. I'm not the person that files things. Blaine's the one that does that. It's not my favorite thing in the world to do. He absolutely loves it. I just have been like, you do all the filing. So if by chance I'm the person that goes through the drop bin and I notice that there's like a few of my things that need to be filed. 
and I don't want to take them directly to the file system that we have because it's buried a few layers deep. I have to move the chair. I have to move the fan. I have to pull the box off the bottom shelf. I have to open it and then I have to put it in there. Sounds like a third world problem. I know, but I have created a to be filed bin on our little makeshift office shelf. And so I put things up there that when Blaine gets the file box out, he pulls everything out of there and he puts it away into the filing um, system in our filing box. That is an extra step that works for us. Take that with a grain of salt. Do that if you need to. Do that if that makes sense for you. Now, what is inside of our filing box? Well, there are 12 categories, okay? I'm going to do rapid fire here, so pause it if you need to. Write these down. Everything that you need to put inside of your filing folders inside of this filing box can basically be categorized under the following. Academic, auto, employment, financial, health, home, household, IDs, insurance, kids, legal, memberships, personal, pets, taxes, and utilities. That's it in a nutshell. Okay. And so we have managed to get everything inside of those file folders. If you have some like one-off things that don't fit in there, obviously add them for whatever you need them to be for your family. And that is how we take care of mail. Here's the other really important part of this. Switch to paperless as often as you can, because then you don't have to worry about all of that. And I throw away almost everything. If it is possible, here's how I determine this. If, if it is possible for you to call the company and ask them to A, either email you a receipt or you can pull it up online, throw the paper away. You don't need it. You just don't need it. Because here's the thing. If it ever came to the point in our world where you couldn't call a company and they couldn't tell you what last month's bill was, or you couldn't pull it up on an online portal on your own, then everyone is going to be up the creek without a paddle. Is that how that goes? Up the creek without a paddle. I think so. It's pretty late. Point being, don't hoard papers. Throw them away. Get rid of them. Don't keep all of them at all. Well, what if I need my account number? Create an ongoing list Either use a password man manager, like an app of some sort, write it down in the back of your paper planner, or create a note inside of your iPhone and put all of your accounts and the invert and the account numbers. Stop hoarding paper. Okay, let's move on. Here's the next thing. Kids art and schoolwork. What do I do with it? Each kiddo gets a binder for every year of school. I hole punch it. I put it in the binder. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Now, Joanna Gaines says that she keeps every single item that comes home from school. I love her. I want to be her <laughs> just as long as I can, you know, like bring my family with. Um, I don't actually want to be a part of her family. I just like to live next door to her family. I would like to be her BFF. I don't, however, want to keep every single piece of paper and artwork that my kids bring home. <laughs> it's so much. It's so much. 
my kids, especially Frankie Joe, she's like artist. Now, if they are drawing something new, if they made something super creative, if they had a story to tell with it, if it was interpretive in any way, and I'm like, wow, that was really quite great. I will write on the back of it, you know, how old they were or what they said about it, whatever. And I three hole punch it and I put it in there. But if it is like the 12th picture of a pine tree and a pine cone and some grass, I'm throwing numbers four through 12 away. I'm not sure how many I just said, but I'm throwing away anything past like four, maybe even two, if we're being real, maybe I will just even keep one, but don't tell on me. And I just don't, I'm not a hoarder. And I have these massive binders. I think they're like three inch or four inch binders. They're huge, especially when they're little and they're making artwork on construction paper. And there's like a million things glued to it. I three hole punched them and I put them in the binder. So that's what I do with my kids artwork. And I do it for Frankie Joe when she went into grade school too. And sometimes as that gets smaller, your binders will get smaller, you know, and that has worked out so well, so, so well. And the fun thing about that, we don't have like really big bookshelves in, in our, in our family room or living room. But I aim to one day to have and have all matching binders with all of my kiddos. Like I just have this vision of how beautiful that's going to be for now. I have them all displayed in the breezeway between their Jack and Jill bedroom upstairs. And I would love for them to be downstairs. That actually makes me think that I want to do that. Because when my family comes over, I have our, and even the girls too, I have our picture books downstairs, which... Like I said, there's a whole nother podcast episode for what I do with pictures and they love looking at those photo albums so very much. And so I think they'd really appreciate being able to see all the other ones as well. I'm just like, I don't like clutter. I don't like things out. And so I've removed them from the living room from now, but that is where I would suggest that you put those things is on a bookshelf somewhere. Maybe not like right smack dab on the coffee table, but somewhere where they're noticeable where you could get them out and you could use them. Okay. Here's the next thing. Greeting cards, cards of some sort. There's two, there's two really good options for this. One of them is a photo keepsake box. So they have photo boxes like at Walmart. Hobby Lobby has really, really stinking cute ones. And there's like a little metal, um, label holder in the front of it. And it comes with a little piece of paper and you can write on it, put it in there. Um, and then you could put like greeting cards on the label, right? That is a really neat way to keep all of them. The other thing that I love too is, um, to hole punch the corner of them and put them on a ring, open them up and put them all inside of a ring. And then a, if you have the bookshelf space, you can stack them neatly inside of a basket. And so all of these like just the, the rings. I don't know what they're called. It's just like a metal ring that clips open and close and it has a hinge on it and it opens up really big. And then it, it clasps, it has some sort of like little like notch or groove. And, um, I'm totally going to kick myself when I remember the name of those things, but you can put them in a little basket on the shelf, or you can even put them with the rings on them inside of that box and have that as a keepsake box. But that's what I do. That's how I've managed to keep all of them together. 
Um, because there's some that I get from like my grandmother who is 89 years old. I feel like I've been saying she's 87 forever, but I don't think she's 87 anymore. I think she's 89. I think she just turned 89 or she might be turning 89. I don't know. I can't remember, but she's really old and she likes to write in cards and and I want to have those for when she's gone, you know? Um, and then, like I said, the ones from Blaine, all those cute different little things, like when the girls get me Mother's Day ones, you could create a ring if you get lots of cards, greeting cards. Uh, you could create a ring for each like event or each holiday, each person like, oh, here's all the cards that my grandmother got me or anybody in the family. These are all from Grammy, right? And, and organize them that way. The other thing is we typically get a lot of greeting cards at Christmas time and I keep those in the Christmas decor box. So at Christmas time, we pull them out, we add the new ones to it. We get to look through all the old ones. I don't always keep all of them because sometimes it can become excessive, but, uh, I love whenever we get cards from like, you know, the typical greeting card from your friends with it, like the picture of their whole family. I love that kind of thing. So, um, that's what I've been doing and I really, really love it. That my friends is how I manage all of my paper. And I know it doesn't seem like rocket science, but it's really not. It's not. And don't make it harder than it has to be. Throw things away, um, as often as you possibly can and start where your clutter is. Go to the space where your piles keep piling up and figure out where is the breakdown. So go back and listen to the steps that I have laid out for when paper comes into the house and what you need to do with them and figure out where is your breakdown happening and try and insert some of these specific steps that I laid out today so that you can get out from underneath the clutter. This really was supposed to be a super straightforward, easy, easy systems to get implemented in your home. And I would love to hear about it. I'm going to be sharing inside of the Facebook group on this specific topic the day that this episode goes um, live. So if you are catching this today on the very first day that it's open, um, come over and share inside of the Facebook group. And if you are listening to this podcast episode days and days and days and weeks and months after this podcast has come out, you can go over inside the Facebook group and you can type in the search bar, organizing or paper organization, and it will come up right away. You can see my pictures and hopefully you guys are willing to share your pictures of what your paper filing systems and organization looks like with me too. All right. As always, this has been super fun hanging out with you from behind my mic. And until next time, I know that I'm going to see you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.